In Challengers, how did you do drinking half your body weight in fluid ounces? John, how did you do? Well, it's a work in progress. <laughs> I worried about that. I found that when I had my jug on the counter and downed it by four in the afternoon, I got my two liters or 64 fluid ounces in, no problem. And then after dinner, I consumed about, I don't know, 12 more fluid ounces before seven. And I wasn't up any more than usual. You know, drinking enough water during the day can't be understated. We can go a long time without eating, but we can only go days without water. Mm. Okay, so for the next 13 more days, keep up with your two liters minimum of water per day. Let us know how you're doing. And don't forget to take a picture of yourself drinking down your water and either send it by email by email to my email address, bethendryim at gmail.com, or put it on our Facebook group. You can see John and I drinking and even some of the girls at the office. Drinking? <laughs> okay, so maybe not drinking, drinking water. Right. Okay, what's today's challenge? It's a big topic and one that's of utmost importance to a healthy brain and a healthy long life. I'd even say that it's one of the most important topics that we can discuss mm -hmm. and how your brain ages and how we can prevent neurodegenerative diseases. Now, I might be giving a bit away, but I just read in the UBC alumni magazine, you know, the one that was on food security, about how the Mediterranean diet has been shown to slow the onset of Parkinson's disease. My gosh, that's huge. It is. Over the years, I've worked with many patients with diseases of the brain, like Parkinson's and Alzheimer's. Nutrition is always a key part of their program. You know, that's really exciting, considering many of us are starting this challenge wanting to protect and prevent cognitive decline. Okay, let's not keep you in suspense any longer. What is Taming the Flame all about? It's about inflammation. Okay, so what's our challenge for today? Well, check out the file you got via email or that is on our Brain Health Challenge Facebook group and look through the chart of anti-inflammatory foods. The challenge is to get inflammation in your body down. We can do that by eating foods that fight inflammation. Your job is to make sure you get five to 10 servings of the foods listed in the chart per day with 75% of those servings coming from? Veggies. <laughs> can you do it? Well, I know you can. You love your veggies. Give you salad, your happy camper. <laughs> oh, don't I? Don't. Yes, I agree. I totally agree. I probably get about 10 to 20 servings. And I know you can do it because you have a backup. I do. I make sure I get a scoop of greens first and every morning with my protein drink. That way, I know I'm getting the right number of servings per day of veggies and healthy fruit. Yeah, good point. Although greens first makes it easy, you don't have to bulk up with a powder. Just make sure you add more veg to your daily consumption. Now, I've included links and charts in the PDF on Taming the Flame. I also wanted you to know that for those who live in Nanaimo and, you know, want to get a greens first for the challenge, you'll get 10% off. Just tell the office assistants, the girls at the front desk, that you are doing the brain challenge. So, John, tell us about inflammation and why we need TTF to tame the flame. Inflammation is part of the immune system's response to infection, injury, or trauma. In other words, it's a vital part of the healing process. And in itself, of itself, it's not a bad thing. 
It's bad when it's chronic, long-standing, and out of control. Typically, the signs and symptoms of inflammation are redness, heat, pain, swelling, and loss of function. Okay, wait a second. We're talking about the brain, inflammation, and loss of function? That's Mm. not good. That just sounds bad. It does, yeah. Mediators of inflammation cause dilation of blood vessels Mm. and increased permeability. And this brings immune cells and nutrients in the area of injury to help speed up the healing process. Once healing has occurred, signs and symptoms of inflammation resolve and things go back to normal. That's what we see in acute inflammation. So, for example, you sprain your ankle, there's heat, redness, swelling, pain, and loss of function. And when your sprained ankle gets better, those signs and symptoms resolve. So, in some cases, in, inflammation is a good thing, right? Obviously, it is. It's part of the healing process. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, the problem is when it becomes chronic. So, with chronic inflammation, those, um, that process does not resolve, but continues And when that happens, then damage can happen to the tissues in the area of inflammation. So, for example, um, in conditions like autoimmunity, the the inflammation is very long-standing and very aggressive. So, in rheumatoid arthritis, joints can get damaged. In MS, nerves in the brain can get damaged. With uh, inflammatory bowel disease, the small or large intestine can get damaged. So with chronic inflammation, um, it's really important to take measures to get that under control or there's ongoing damage to different areas of the body. And we don't want that in the brain. No, that's right. And two types of inflammation that are really bad in the brain. One is microinflammation. And that is inflammation that's caused by a disease process or sorry, by pathogens. So this could be mold as, uh, for example, living in a house that's moldy, breathing in mold, uh, those toxins that are produced by the mold can cause all kinds of symptoms in the physical body, but also in the brain. Bacterial infections, so things like Lyme disease, mm. it's a bacterial infection that can become systemic. And again, lots of physical symptoms, but it could also be damaging to the brain. Candida, something that we uh, associate with uh, you know, the gut. Mm-hmm can become systemic. Candida can inflame the gut, the gut becomes leaky, and then when yeast gets into the blood, it can produce toxins that can cause brain inflammation. So identifying the source of the infection and treating it is very important to not only resolve physical symptoms, but to take a load off the brain. The other type of inflammation that's um, a problem is, and it's quite insidious, is what I call chronic low-grade inflammation. And what that means is that the symptoms are below the threshold of perception, so we don't even know what's going on. A good example of this is osteoarthritis. It could be from the foods that we're eating that we're creating low-grade inflammation. And so over the years, we don't feel that it's going on, but damage is happening to the cartilage of the joints. And by the time we feel stiffness and pain, that process could have been going on for decades. So we think, oh, I'm getting some stiffness and pain. Yeah, you're having arthritis and inflammation of the joints that's been going on for a long time. And this process could happen in the brain as well. So in the brain, instead of cartilage being damaged, 
neurons or nerve cells can be, be uh, killed off and damaged. And that in time can lead to different neurodegenerative diseases. That's pretty darn scary there, John. I mean, I'm thinking you don't you don't recognize that something's going on until it suddenly it, it, it hits you. That's right. So the number one thing that we can do is to take care of diet and lifestyle. And in this brain challenge, you're getting all kinds of information about what kind of foods promote inflammation, what kind of foods control inflammation, and what kind of lifestyle things that you can do to help manage neuroinflammation, inflammation of the brain. Now, some listeners may already have some chronic condition going on. And if this is something that needs more professional advice, I highly recommend working with a naturopathic doctor and getting a more structured program for your individual needs. Well, that makes a lot of sense because, you know, once you have that process and and it's happened, uh, it's not that it's too late. It's just there's more intense, more therapeutic things that you need to do. Correct? Mm -hmm, That's right. Yeah. Okay. All right, challengers. So your challenge for this starting today for the next, what is it? Would it be 13 days is to eat, consume at least five to 10 servings of the foods listed in that chart. 75% of them are veg. Make sure you post pictures. We'll see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow.